Now, uh, a big crossover film this year only cost a million dollars budget. I, I cannot get my head around that. If you saw how beautiful the film is shot, how it cost a million dollars. And it's already taken about 32 million at the box office. It's called The Witch, and it's by first-time director Robert Eggers. It's about a, a very puritanical Christian family in the 1600s who arrive in America in a puritanical Christian town and get kicked out, I think, because the dad is a bit, a bit of an ass actually. Uh, he takes his puritanism too far. So they're booted out of town and they have to go and fend for themselves. And they try to set up a farm next to an imposing wood where they struggle to grow corn very badly and live a very, very harsh life dominated by religious piety. Uh, one day the daughter, who is played by Anna Taylor-Joy, what must be a breakout performance for her, takes the baby uh, to the edge of the wood and she's playing peekaboo with him and once she opens her eyes, the baby has vanished and we see shortly after that um, a woman has the baby running through the woods and then sacrifices the baby because she's a witch. Um, a lot of this is alluded to. It's not sort of absolute that everything we're seeing is supernatural. Um, the, the movie itself progresses from there, from the daughter becoming hated by the mother um, and then uh, sort of marginalised in the family to a very poor crop coming in, their inability to make any money and their belief that they're being punished in some way and the odd things start adding up worse and worse moments happen and they begin to sort of turn on each other um, they sort of blame each other for what's been going on and the father who is ralph innocent and who is best known probably for apart from the harry potter films for uh, being in The Office, David Brent's right-hand man in The Office. He he played a really horrible character whose name I can't remember now, but uh, you'd recognise him if you ever saw it. Um, Finchy, Finchy, that's the guy. Um, and he's he's a nightmare. He's just forces his family into this horrible situation. And things gradually basically spiral out of control and get worse, and the hinges come off their social cohesion. Uh, there's two twins, younger children, and they start sort of running amok and babbling and talking to a, a large black goat they call Black Philip, um, who they ha seem to have a rather strange relationship with. Uh, the black goat, by the way, has become a breakout star on his own. He's got fan pages online. Um, the I thought the film was amazing. I thought it really was. It's got a bit of stick from the Paranormal Activity crew for not having enough shocks or scares. And people involved have said it should never have been marketed in that way. This is a creeping dread film. It's all about unease. It's all about the unseen. Uh, and it's about a gradual momentum of feeling. And overall, maybe the narrative doesn't quite nail it. But by God, everything else is so good. For a first-time director, uh, Robert Eggers is just amazing. He does a fantastic job. The mood he creates is very thick. Uh, the cinematography is beautiful. Um, it's eerie, it's scary, uh, and it's scary in, a, in a, a gradual way. There are shocking moments, but it's not about a door slamming like it would be in Paranormal Activity. 
The acting is probably the most surprising thing. The entire family are brilliant. I don't think I've seen uh, an entire family, and they're virtually the only people that you see throughout the movie, where everyone is brilliant. And they are revealed as the movie progresses. The mother, I think, is Kate Dickey, is just distraught um, by her baby going and basically retreats into this almost comatose condition. But she is excellent, and she does grow over the course of the movie. Uh, Ralph Innocent is superb as a dad, probably the most broken individual in the whole family. Um, Anna Taylor-Joy is wonderful as a daughter, and even the twins come out of their shell. Um, there's also a son in it as well who's is sort of like the right-hand man of the dad. Uh, and the dad does some pretty horrible things. Like, for instance, he he sells off a silver cup to try and buy a gun so they can go hunting, but lets his own daughter kind of wear the punishment for it. And they get to the point where they're even going to flog her off in town to go and live with another family. Uh, the sound is superb. The music and sound are brilliantly handled. Just everything about the, the whole production design of it and the way that it's made is superb, absolutely top level. Like I said, it's thick with atmosphere. It's beautiful to look at. The performances are excellent. The sound is great. And it's eerie. And it's eerie in a lot of ways. Um, there's like the Amateurville horror and those kind of movies from the 70s, those horror movies, they weren't just about the supernatural. They're often about, you know, the poverty or breakdown in human relationships. And that's where the horror came from, the real. And even though these people exist in a plane that we can't really understand, where they genuinely were governed by God and everything stemmed from that, um, they are relatable. And you do sort of feel the pressure mounting on them throughout this movie. Um, there is a, a great deal. It, it builds in momentum towards the end, and I think it kind of over-eggs it a tiny bit. Um but it does have some really quite chilling and shocking things happen into it. It's kind of like a, almost halfway between The Exorcist and The Salem Witch Trials. And it's sort of set in that era where people were would genuinely believe that witches lived in forests and were going to genuinely sacrifice their babies to Satan. Um, I thoroughly recommend it if you want a perfectly made film. And you can understand that you don't need the threat of a ghost slamming a door to be scared. Um, it's a truly great film, maybe the best new film I've seen this year so far. Um, I'm going to give The Witch 9 out of 10. You can't talk too much about it because you so, kind of, it's a suspense thriller and you're kind of giving away each time you talk about something further on in the movie, it's kind of spoiling it a bit. Um, but it's a film I'd re-watch just because of everything being made so well. I really think Anya Taylor-Joy, who I think is half Argentine, half British, is going to become a star out of this. Great to see Ralph Innocent, who's been dumped in very perfunctory roles in films like uh, Harry Potter, actually being given such meat and bones on this role. Great, it's obviously his best performance. And everyone is great in it, and particularly the director. So The Witch, 9 out of 10. And I'll review Midnight Special, the latest by Jeff Nichols, a little later on. Uh, this is from a great album.